welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Other People's Problems. We hope that you're having a great, great, great time wherever you are, whether it's a, a morning, an afternoon, an evening, or a night. We hope it's a good one. Whether you're on a bus, a train, a plane, a car, we hope you're having a good time listening to Gustavo and Frank on Other People's Problems. It's the ironic podcast where we talk about other people's problems, but in fact, they also happen to be our, our own. own. In this episode, we're not really going to talk about problems. We're actually going to try to find a way to cure your problems. You're having that rainy day, exactly. crappy day, um, your boss yelled at you, your wife cheated on you. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. We're going to show you guys, we're going to talk about a list of movies that we created, personal favorites, that we think are feel-good movies. We're just going to exactly. go through them and talk about them. We hope that after this podcast, you're able to walk away with the list of some movies, maybe that you've already seen that will make you feel better, but maybe some that you haven't. And maybe it will so remind just, you of a movie that you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, that's you know? true. That is very true. And uh, yeah, put them on the bank, uh, put them in the bank, use them for a rainy day. And uh, we certainly do. So you can also maybe follow us on Letterboxd. Uh, my list is on Letterboxd. Did you know that? Oh, that's great. No, I did not know that. Do you, do you have a Letterboxd? I do have a letterbox. I don't use it too often. I kind of just me too. make memes about it. Me too. My just... letterbox is Gustavo J. Azevedo. And it's, it's it'll be on the description too. My letterbox is Frank Pastula, my name. Um, yeah, I usually just make fun of different movies with one line reviews. Interesting. I, 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 I don't like do, I don't do many reviews. A... I do lists. I love doing lists and rankings. Lists. Okay. okay. Um. Yeah, but on this one, we're going to talk about some feel-good movies. So the first two I want to bring up, I'm going to kind of put them in the same category, but it's um, The Grand Budapest Hotel and Fantastic Mr. Fox. Got it. And then you were telling me your your list, and you had uh, Life Aquatic, right? Yep, Steve Sisu, Life Aquatic, yeah. Yeah. And I think those are great ones because they're just, it's Wes Anderson. The The dialogue is snip snappy, snip snappy, you know? Um, and he yep. makes sure to make the, the cinematography very pleasing to the eye, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of the, he makes movies that, you know, you, you can pay attention to, but you don't have to be completely involved in. Exactly. But, the, but, but they really, they keep you, they keep you interested. I, I remember after I got my wisdom teeth taken out, I let just watched like four or five Wes Anderson movies. And that was actually the first time I watched Life Aquatic with Steve Sisu. Um, and yeah, everything from the cinematography, like you were saying to, uh, I know specifically on Life Aquatic, I was talking about the uh, the shot where the boat is split in half. Yeah, like the and boat, when I was a kid, tour. when I was a kid, I, I used yeah. to uh, read books about uh, the boats that were like anywhere from I don't know the medieval times to like the 18 1900s mm-hmm. and they'd split the boats in half just like he did mm-hmm. and it was so cool to see all those those working parts those different people and he was literally shuffling from scene to scene on this giant wooden boat yep. set it was yep. the coolest thing ever and like after watching that everyone wants that job wants to be part of that crew you know they literally just oh, get yeah. on a cool boat and then sail around and record documentaries underwater yeah right yeah they have a, a they have a fucking recording studio nowadays. Mm-hmm. They'd have a TikTok room and like a podcast room, for yep. sure, for sure. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the fucking streaming deal to release all this shit for Mister uh, Fantastic Mister Fox. What's also good about it is it's animated, 
and it's um, kind of like a kid's movie. It comes from a kid's book. That's mm-hmm. inspiration. And I know you haven't seen it all, but... I've not. Yeah, you should. It's it's really good. It's probably his best stop motion. Animated? Well, stop he, motion, yeah. Yeah. Well, because he does, uh, he does a little bit of animation in French Dispatch. Remember that? Mm-hmm. The car chase? Um, but that wasn't stop motion. But yeah, uh, some people like Isle of Dogs. I don't like it that much. It's probably, to me, one of his weakest. Um, yeah, I've I've got to watch. I've got a list of Wes Anderson's. Those two, uh, Bottle Rocket, Royal Tenenbaums, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, the Moonrise Kingdom. I haven't seen. Moonrise you haven't seen Kingdom Moonrise either. Kingdom? That one's nope. good too. That one's yeah, good too. I, I've got to watch that one. Um, but yeah, one of the biggest qualities for feel good movies is the feeling that it leaves me with at the end. Like at the end of it, I want the cheesy ending i want you know something great to happen or i want to just like go out of it feeling like a million bucks Mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the things that life aquatic does so well is the final scene is you know of course we're talking about how throughout the whole entire movie there is i'm gonna get his name wrong i don't know his name but the portuguese singer it's um he's brazilian it's uh seu jorge he's very popular he's an actor too in brazil he's a big one my my friend's got a vinyl of all of his David Bowie covers yeah. that he intermittently has throughout the movie, um, and they really like distract you a little bit from the chaos. Yeah, that's I'm, play, I'm playing some movie. of it in the background right now. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's him singing in Portuguese, but Bowie lyrics, like right. Bowie music because the lyrics are different he's not talking about the same stuff okay that's interesting because you know from an english speaking standpoint it sounds like he is but then exactly. he's not he's he's just yeah. keeping the same key it's the same, same yeah rhythm. same rhythm yeah but it's it's nice it's yeah. th- that's the crazy stuff that he does he just like how do you come up with that to hire a brazilian singer yeah to play to be the guy that plays music on your movie you know, and honestly, it's only Bowie music in Portuguese. I, I think Wes Anderson has the, this perfect essence of like a mood board. Like he is the perfect Pinterest girl. Like he puts together these movies that are literally just mood boards. He like gets his palettes, well, yeah. his color palettes, yeah, he the, puts them together. The... He just gets all of his favorite stuff. He gets his favorite people, yep, you know, Jason, yep. you know, Schwartzman, uh, Bill Murray. He puts all his favorite Owen people Wilson, together. Yeah. Owen, Luke yeah. Wilson. And then he just like, says do this do yep. this you know yep. record your music i love it i want to hear it and then all of a sudden maybe i'm just going to throw this all together and it's going to become a movie yep. and it ends up being perfect yeah but yeah i think i think that's a good way to put it is he's he is literally just the perfect movie pinterest girl yeah he, he, and i think i think every i think this is what happens he he makes a movie and then he goes on tiktok or some or youtube and sees like something something wes anderson style and he gets inspired by himself because then his next yeah. movie is even more like Wes Anderson. You know? Even more Wes Anderson. Yeah. Even even a little bit too much to a point at sometimes. Sometimes. But, yes. Yeah. Yes. But it's crazy. You know, in um, the Grand Budapest Hotel, it was the first movie I watched where there was a shot. They did something with a camera. And I was like, oh, wow. How did they do that? And um, I watched. I saw them do it in the movie. I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. How did they do that? And. As soon as the movie was over, I went on YouTube or the internet and I just searched and searched and searched looking for how they did it. It's this shot. It's it's uh, Gustav, the Rafe Fiennes. Fiennes? I don't know how to say his name. It's his character. 
and he cuts through the car and the camera cuts through the open window. He opens the door and then he goes in the seat. So the camera's backing up and then it goes back through the window again. And they just grab the, and then I was like, how do they do that? And then it was the first time I yeah. saw one of those like long, like, like robotic crane. arms. Yeah. Like yeah. Cranes. Yeah. 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 It was sick. Uh, I thought that was really good. Those are really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I when I really like I like the preciseness of his shots. Yeah. And so yes. when I was a couple years ago, I was making a short film with some friends and we really wanted to incorporate those same shots. So I built like sliders, you know, because you could buy a dolly for like five grand. You know, one of those things where it's like a cart that they sit on and the camera's on there and then someone pushes the operator and it's like a perfect line. Obviously, we didn't have money for that. So we built a we built we got pipes and we got uh, skateboard wheels and we put the skateboard wheels on a wooden plank and then we screwed the um, camera to that and then we just slid that back and forth and that was our like dolly or slider mm -hmm. um, and we we also did a pulley system like an up and down one as well so it could like you know move i, I really like those shots where it's like starts at the top and it moves, moves straight down, down yeah. gives you like some sort of idea of yeah uh, you know what's going on in terms of setting um but yeah Absolutely and, great movies. Most Wes Anderson movies. Oh, yeah. Really good, feel-good movies. I think one of, the, one of the things he does that's most interesting is um, when you watch a lot of breakdowns from movies, people a lot of times talk about, oh, the camera is kind of like acting like it's watching you. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hiding from you. The camera kind of looks a certain way to make you look small, something like that. I think what he does is he makes the camera like, um, I don't even know how to explain it, like, like a god, a ghost that can just do whatever it wants in the shot, you know? Yeah, it can just turn. It can it can follow someone else. It can go down. It can turn quickly, like he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He, he takes the audience and puts them in a, a room where they see things in a certain way that you couldn't really see that's, as a human. That's what it is. I think that uh, the difference between him and a lot of other directors is, or just a lot of other movies in general, is when you're watching a movie, it like you said, it does feel like there is just you're just a person like yeah. observing everything that's going yeah. on, but he makes it like you're looking through Picasso's eye like while he's watching this movie he's sensing like all of these incredible moments all these settings like you know the the way that the doorbell's positioned or exactly like how Willem Dafoe is dressed or the the yeah. reactions of certain people or the way that the fire moves in the background there's just yeah. so many different things that 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 eye captures and that eye is just so much more artistic than a lot of other films yeah. and it really it gives you this like you were saying a whole other sort of perspective mm -hmm. that's just so incredible and then just just one more thing before we move on from this, um, the Picasso reference is really interesting because if you pause in a lot of times in his movies, they're paintings, you know. Yeah. His composition right. is is next level. Like it's like he actually studies. Like I don't know. I'm a sure lot he of, does. I don't know a lot I'm about sure him, does. but from the way that he he shoots his his stuff, it it, it makes it seem like he paints. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like I he has that intelligence. I know he reads a lot. I think he paints too. I know he lives yeah. in like the French countryside somewhere or something like that. Like yeah. he just, yeah. Man, that man He's living the life. life. He's living the yeah. life. Yeah. So I do have another movie that we can talk about that sure. I think it's on both of our lists. I just checked okay. and it's on mine too. Mm -hmm. Secret Life of Walter Mitty. That's on your list? That's on my list. That's my favorite movie of all time. I don't know if it's my favorite. I, you know my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Yeah. But Secret Life of Walter Mitty is really, really good. And I think it was the first movie where I took Ben Stiller seriously. <laughs> yeah. You know? You know, you know he directed that as well. That's what I'm saying. 
co-wrote and directed yeah incredible because i just saw him as the guy from um meet the parents meet the fockers you know yeah but then yeah he's i don't remember his name jerry stiller's son or whatever I don't, I don't fucking yeah. remember. George Costanza's dad's son. Oh my God. George Costanza's yeah. dad's son. Actual yeah. son. George's uh-huh. stepbrother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, this movie, I was like, okay, so he can actually do a somewhat serious kind of movie. Still like fantastical, you know, mm-hmm. but he directed that shit. I was like, crazy. Everything from it. the special effects to yeah. what they actually did and the shots that they actually took, like the shot of him uh, in that. Uh, when he's on that board and he's skating in down Iceland, that, in Iceland, he yes. did all of that. Yes, the yes. guys were like, "Man, you don't want to do this. This is really dangerous." And he's like, "No, just give me the board." And he just one take went yeah. straight down that mountain. That's, that to me that goes back blows to that, my mind. That goes back to our like hidden talent conversation. What if that Ben Stiller is like, you know what? Just you guys wait. And he turns out he does this on the weekends. He yeah. just skates longboards down. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, he's definitely a very experienced longboarder. You know? But yeah, it, it it's so so cool, and that movie is just absolutely. It's, it's a tick. It's a ticket to get out of your house from yes. whatever yes. mentality that you're in. I don't care if you are the biggest agoraphobe in the world. Yeah. If anything's gonna make you want to step outside, it's gonna be that movie. And I'll tell you this. Oh my gosh, th- this this movie it inspired the guy that inspired me to go to Iceland. Me, right? So this, no, 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 before you, it was this guy. He watched this movie. <laughs> he looked at his wife and he's like, how about instead of going to, I don't fucking know, uh, LA for the summer. Exactly. Again, what if we yeah. go to Iceland? And then yep. his his wife was like, yeah, sure. And he went and he recorded all. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I watched the movie. I, it was about the same time, I think, that I watched the movie and I saw this video. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is fucking cool and then when i went to europe one of the top things on my list was to go to iceland yep and it was amazing i'm still dreaming of the day when i can go there and go to Eyjafjallajökull. that's that's the place that they talk about (laughs) um but yeah i i absolutely i mean he he is the reason that i went to the arctic circle that i climbed a mountain that i got lost in a mountain in switzerland that i He's the reason that I traveled abroad. That is everything. Anything I've ever wrote and pretty much has a Walter Mitty reference in it. So, yeah, I, I could talk to the end of time about that movie. But all in all, uh, if you're looking to feel good, if you're oh, looking yes. for something to just yes. get you out of bed, that's the movie. Yes. This movie. Yeah. This movie is great. Um, I thought Kristen Wiig was really good in it, too. She also played a serious role, which I was not y- used to. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I loved? I loved it was again. It was still the fantastical side of things. Cause he, he has that, you know. Yeah. The, where he, he jumps into the it's building. His, you know? It's his mind. Yeah. His mind. It's his his mind. But then what? What time? So much. What they do over time is it just slowly becomes his life. Yep. You know, like a scene to me that is like somewhat in the middle of the movie that is amazing is when she's on the phone and in the mm-hmm. back he's fucking around with the skateboard. Yeah. Because. Kind of like after that, the hallucinations kind of trickle down a little bit. Right. I think you have that one where um, she's telling him to get on the helicopter. You know. Yeah. And then yep. that's a and then they trickle Such down. Such a great scene. Yeah, and then they trickle down a shit ton. So what I love about that scene of him with the skateboard is, when I watched the first time, I was like, oh, wow, he can actually do all of this stuff. Yeah. And when I watched the second time, I was like, oh wait, no, 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 this is all in his head. And then the third time, I was like, wait. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, oh, so is, I thought it was like them kind of showing, oh, this guy is amazing, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. It, 
yeah i i not to interrupt you but yeah i just think that it is such a cool atmosphere and the way that they painted that you know when i watched that in 2013 or 14 whatever when i was a kid i had no like idea of really what that felt like and although i haven't been to iceland there was a point when we were in the lofoten islands in norway where we stumbled into a one night we were looking for something to do and we drove to the nearby town which you know had like i don't know 100 people in it and there was a bowling alley that was open and we went to this bowling alley in the arctic circle and we're the only people there and there was some shitty 80s music playing in the background and they were making microwave frozen pizzas and we talked to the guy for a while and it was like i was in that bar in the movie like in the middle of nowhere yeah. in this town dude i have a story like that too going by dude it, it's just it's you don't so cool. you don't understand what that feels like until you're there yeah and then you're in some place that's so desolate but it has all these like really eerie components of yeah. familiarity and dude, it, it's so and cool i think i think that our perspectives and us being able to enjoy these that in most cases would be like depressing scenarios. Mm -hmm. Like when I went to Cyprus, okay. Cyprus was a Greek Island. It's the, the I think all, all the way to the East of the Mediterranean. It's almost by Lebanon, almost in the middle East. Yeah. Yeah. And it used to be a Greek Island and then it was taken over by the British and it became what we like the people that went on the trip. We like to call it the British Florida. <laughs> so it's where all, all the old people go because they can get a boat chill by the water everyone speaks english they drive on the left side of the street oh you know so we were there and we're all like 20 like we're all college kids you know oldest one being like a junior you know so we're all like we want to go out and party you know so we know that a few streets over we have a bunch of clubs and a bunch of bars and all that we're, we're going there and we realize they're all dead. All dead. Yeah. Like some of them don't even have the lights on. They're just like shut down. Except one. It's a karaoke bar. And we go in and it's so weird. It's just a bunch of old people. Like <laughs> those classic like uh, British guys, but they were orange from just sitting out in the sun and wrinkly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And we're like, oh yeah. my God, this fucking sucks. This sucks. It's so boring. And then karaoke started. And yeah. I'm telling you, these 60-year-old blokes <laughs> were were fucking rocking Frank Sinatra, Elvis, all that stuff. Yeah. You know? And then they they kept since <laughs> since we were all 20, we were drinking like crazy. So we were all drunk and we were cheering like shit for all of them. We were the only ones. It was like six of us. Mm -hmm. The guy would come up, sing Sinatra, and be like, Yes, yes, yes. Like lose it in the middle <laughs> of the bar. And like yeah. they loved us. That was a scene where I was like, wow. In the middle of nowhere, you just find this bar with just old people that can, that all have like Frank Sinatra voices, you know? Yeah. It was yeah. amazing. Like I, it was a trip that I almost didn't go on and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and absolutely worth it, you know, just yeah. to see this little piece of earth that is like different, you know? Um, do you have one you want to bring up? Do you have a movie you want to bring up? Yeah, well, uh, I can start by bringing up the John Hughes trifecta, oh, yes. which is yes, those are Sixteen great. Candles, uh, Breakfast Club, um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I haven't I, seen Sixteen Candles. Really, it's very very it. good. Love Sixteen Candles. Pretty in Pink's another one. If you haven't seen that, haven't that's seen a good one. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, Sixteen Candles is absolutely great. Uh, Molly Ringwald. <laughs> Kind of that was her first John Hughes movie, I believe. Celebrity She's crush. Really young You're a that. big celebrity crush. That is my celebrity crush. Yes, yeah. Molly Ringwald. Have you seen yep. her nowadays? 
She's still very attractive. <laughs> Damn, I have seen into, her. You're into the gilfs, huh? No. <laughs> she's not that old, man. I don't know. Uh, let she's me check not how that old she old. is. Keep talking. She's, probably, she's probably in her six, early 60s. I don't know. I don't know. If it's, I don't know. Anyways. Um, but yeah, those movies, whatever it is, whether I, it's because I'm in Chicago now. I, I don't oh, know what dude, it is. She's, but She's 54, bro. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was going to say she's old as shit. No, you are. Well, I, you said I she was she 60. Wasn't. I have it oh, recorded, too. Uh, funny okay so yeah but those movies are just absolutely incredible i was having this conversation with my my uncle and i was telling him about so every year um i guess i nerd out a little bit and i have a ferris bueller outfit and i dress up every and I go, year you do that i'm that's that well i have done it in the past and i'm planning on doing it every year now like i will do it that's, Actually, that's gonna, I'm gonna be do your, it in a couple of weeks that's I gonna think. be your, your tradition that's my thing. Yeah, I got to do it while I'm young because so anyways, I dress up in this Ferris Bueller you give costume. Give me a camera. I'll take photos of you guys all day. Basically movie quality. That's what I want. I need someone to do that. Then I'll do it. Just Perfect. let me know. Yeah. So I was with my buddy and we went to the uh, Chicago Institute of Arts and he was wearing the Red Wings jersey as Cameron and we went around and everyone was taking pictures of us. We're like, huh, I wonder if we should go to a Cubs game. And we looked and there was a Cubs game going on. So we took the L right up there, scalped some tickets, got on the Jumbotron. You know, just we just lived we lived life like movie stars for that day mm-hmm. and it was one of the best days of my life you had the I was joy much, of cosplaying on like a comic-con cosplay but imagine imagine you go to comic-con and you're the only person dressed that's, that's what i'm saying the thing with comic-con everyone is everyone is, is dressed up the yeah with, but then in this scenario you're the only one dressed up and you're in the like comic-con is the second right place to be when you're dressed it, up as ferris Bueller. the top the yeah. one is wrigley field Gus, it, it is it is like someone took the movie set and made it exactly. and put all these extras in it uh-huh. and said, here's the keys to the kingdom, my yeah. man. Walk down there and see how many people ask you for would a picture because it's going to be nuts. <laughs> would you say that's the like the most powerful you've ever felt? <laughs> powerful? Yeah. Like, oh my God, Maybe. I am Ferris Bueller. I am Ferris Bueller. I guess. <laughs> I guess. It was definitely the most, uh, it's an ego boost, that's for sure. <laughs> I won't lie. <laughs> no, it's a great feeling. Uh, but yeah, you I'm need like, to go you know, to more had... Comic Cons, bro. No, but that's not the same thing. That's oh, what we're saying. you want it to be just you. Hell yeah. Be careful. Wanna... Don't, don't do it too often because then you'll just be the guy I that need... dresses up as Ferris Bueller. No, 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 no. I have to do it as often as I can because once I get older, I don't oh, know, give shit. it maybe three, four years, I'm not going to look like Ferris oh, anymore. Man, you're I'm right. going to look old. I look, the I can still cut. pass for a high schooler. I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do the bus uh, cut? We'll see. I don't know. What or the about the pole? I'm setting up the pole. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, it's uh, it's such an awesome feeling. And I was talking to my uncle who I was telling him the story and he told me that in the 1980s when the movie came out, he skipped uh, he skipped class for the day with his Ooh. buddies and watched the movie. Which That's I thought was so really cool. cool. Dude, it's but, such yeah. a great movie. The, like simple shots. Like the, such oh, feel there's, good. There's, there's a simple thing that uh, John Hughes director, right? I always get it confused with uh, yeah. Howard Hughes for yes. some reason. Yep, John Hughes. Yep. Um, it's a simple one. It's just uh, the principal. Principal... Principal Rooney. Rooney. And yep. he is running down we the hall. We need someone to play him. Yeah. I, that's not me. <laughs> he, he Audience. If you know someone that could play uh, uh, Principal Rooney in yeah, Frank's please. fantasy, yeah. please. That'll be the question. In my That'll fantasy. be the Q&A for this episode. <laughs> that's the Q&A Maybe. for this episode. Maybe. Give us names. Um, so the scene is him running down the hallway. and he We just, need a Sloan, too. Oh God! Sorry, that Go one's ahead. that one's on a dating app. Keep going, keep going. No, um, no, no, no. Friendly, <laughs> friendly, friendly. So it's it's him running down the hallway, and every time there's a little class window, he just stops and walks, and then runs, and then stops and walks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That yep. scene is so funny, so yeah. funny, so yeah. good. 
No, it's really good. Yeah, that scene. Oh, my God. Everything that he does with the dog. Everything with Cameron the, the when best, he's making up those voices. Yeah. The best scene, though, is the twist and shout. Yeah. And it's, yeah, cutting, that's on my it's, it's list. cutting between um, twist and shout and Cameron and Sloan talking. And they're just yeah. going like the as well having, as like a flash mob that jumps out in the middle of downtown Chicago. You yeah. Know? How they're doing their, their yeah. dance. Yeah. Yeah. It's and so and the, the great part about the conversation is it's like it's Sloan and, and um, uh, Cameron and they're just going like, how the fuck does he do all this shit? Yeah. And yeah. you're like, you're like, oh, my God, he does this all yeah. the time. Yeah. Because like you watch, it, you literally watch one day, but the movie gives us this idea that like he has lived the life. Yeah. You know? And at the same time, it gives such a good message about standing up for yourself and going your own way, even if that means that, you know, yep. uh, that you might displease some people in your life. Yeah. I don't know. I just keep tying back. Like when, when we were at Cubs, when we were at Wrigley Field, there were literally people that had Save Fair shirts on. Oh, that's amazing. And so they'd come up to me and they'd be like, man, I got to take a picture with you. You know, I grew up in the 80s. It's my favorite movie yeah. of all time. I got to take a picture with you. The The guys that had the cameras would come up to us and be like, hey, stay, can you stay here for like a couple minutes and we'll get you on during, you know, the ending Oh, switch. that's amazing. Yeah, it's just absolutely nuts. Um, and we, we met one other like couple of people that were dressed like us and they were sitting on the uh, left field line where they were actually sitting. Oh, we they, they we walked... You. So we scalp tickets that were way up in the corner and we walk over to there and these guys are, you know, everyone's yelling at us and these guys are like, come over here. And they're like, these are our season tickets. Come sit here with us. And so we just sat there with them, you know, so we're sitting in a couple hundred dollar seats, but we go up to them at the end of the game and we're talking to them and they're great, wonderful people traveled from Texas to do this, but they're 50, 60, 70 years old. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just not the same. Yeah. And, and that's they the look gift like that we have all? right now. Yeah, well, no, I mean, the guy next to me was like, looks like Sloan aged a little bit, didn't she? Oh, like, no. <laughs> yeah, <Damn. laughs> but everyone's asking us, to like, where's Sloan? I'm like, we couldn't get her out of school, like, you know, but next time. But yeah, it, it, uh, they had the, they had the outfits from head to toe. It looked great. Nice. Um, so I'm looking to get a little bit, a couple more pieces to get it together. literally just forgot about the jackpot and that's what? this is what's gonna pretty basically round up my all-time favorite movies is uh and you know shit on me for this but adam sandler which one and uh dude grown-ups oh that's a great all movie day that's a great movie i'm all, not gonna shit on every, that grown-ups one two i wish they would come out with a three those movies tying back to your point talk about absolute fun on set exactly Adam Sandler and all of his best yes. friends his wife That's, is on you know set what? everyone's props, there props to you that was a great transition from movie to movie that was beautiful yeah. I didn't see it coming until I saw it coming it it that movie is no, incredible both of those movies are incredible I want to live inside of both of those I want to yeah. live in the town that he lived in in the second one I want to raise my family just like yeah. that I want yeah. all my friends to live there with me yeah. god everything about that movie is so so good Dude, the, the it, it second feel one great. the second one Oh my god, the second one goes back to the days of the confused point. It's all in one day. Yeah, that's true. And it's amazing. Yep. It starts with him realizing his the, his kid's bus driver is too fucked up. Yeah, so and he drives whole, him to school. The whole movie is him. He drops off the kids in school and then he just plays around with the with the with the school bus. Yeah. The entire day and picks up his drives friends. Drives it to Kmart. Yeah. Yeah, and just hangs out yeah. with his friends. Uh-huh. It's amazing. And the first one is even better yeah rent, rent a lake house with your friends you know and then just chill and like 
go to all the places you used to go to when you were a kid. A water yep. park with your family and friends and like fucking around and doing shit there. Like that's yeah, so much fun. Yeah. You know, you see the people that never moved on with their lives and still yes. live in the town and are bitter because of it. And you, know, you go back to all your old places and you see how things have changed and things haven't. Um, but yeah, it just that whole idea it's a great of movie. That was a growing great closer with your friends and their kids is just like, God, that movie just feels so good. Every I single am, interaction. If, if, if you guys, the audience, if you guys haven't done this, while we're speaking, add these movies. Like I'm about to add Grown Ups to my feel good list. Oh, yeah. Um, it's great. Um, I do. I truly do watch that movie every single time I'm sick. I'll just turn both of those on and yes, four hours later, yes. I'll feel on top of the world. They're amazing. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them are amazing. Yeah. Yep. I don't want to fucking add shit to the list. I'll figure this out later. This one we both have. I know that for sure. Ocean's 12. Yeah. Amazing good. movie. It is good. I, I got introduced to it from my mom. Oh yeah, loves these movies. Loves these kind of movies. And we we watched the first one a shit ton of times. And um, one time I was like at a Goodwill or something, and I saw that they had the first one on DVD. And I got it. And it was before. It was after we moved to the U.S. And it was like I was like seventeen, sixteen, and we had it. And I watched it like this is amazing. And I watched the second one. Ocean's Twelve, and I'm like, that's even better. They literally, it's it's. And then you a, watch the third one, and, and it's you're worse. like, oh. go back to the second one. Go back to the second one. Still not terrible, no, no, but no, not no. great. Exactly, but the second one, it's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Yep. The story is simple. The guy that they robbed on the first one tells them he wants his money back with interest. Yeah. The gang yeah. gets back together, okay. Yep. And now what they mm -hmm. have to do is they have to raise the money. Or he's going to kill all of them. And yep. you know what's one of the best parts of that movie? Hmm. The beginning. That slowly is, it's just slowly going through all, all 11 of them. All of them where them. they are. And yeah. him, you know, the guy that they owe money to, what's his name? Jerry, something Benedict. Garcia. Benedict. Yeah, but what's the name of the actor? I forgot the name of the actor. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Jer something Garcia. Yeah, something Garcia. Um, Doesn't matter. It's him showing up to wherever they are. And you see where they are and it's like, it's a classic thing in movies to show where the characters are and like just do a compilation of all of them seeing like, like it's some movies like a call, like a call is like, okay, I'll be there, you know? And they just do all of them right. and then they gang, yep. gang together. Yeah. Like, like Saul's with his wife. They were like retired. Playing exactly. Craps and he's like, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Or like yeah. The, 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 the guy, the, the twins, the twins, um, the, 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 the brothers, <laughs> one of them is getting married. And, oh yeah um, and fucking, he's doing a what's speech his name? affleck uh forgot his name crap we, we yeah. gotta remember these names bro <laughs> it's it's the other affleck casey yeah, affleck. casey affleck. and and the, i don't know I don't, uh, name. don't even try yeah and the camera starts on casey affleck okay and he's about to start a speech and he's giving a speech and the camera slowly panning left across this long ass table and you just see him thinking each of these people and then at yeah. the other head of the table is his brother and as soon as he's about to think his brother he goes and that's it and his brother it's like, gets fucking pissed. And then he's about to like jump on him. And the guy just stops him and says, hey, you owe me money. You know, it's great. It's it's a great scene. Um, the fact that it's in Europe, it's amazing. You know? Yeah. And they do, oh, they do, they do a bunch of that, little heists. The Amsterdam one where they lift yeah. up a house. Incredible. Yeah. And that just the villa at Como at the end. Yes. And you, you, know, that's, you know that's George Clooney's, right? 
That's his. Ac- is that his actual villa? I am eighty. I know he has sure. a villa there, but I don't know if I that's am his 80% actual villa. Eighty sure. If that's his actual villa, I'm beyond you know, envious. That's, man. that's another movie that I think that's a a, a link with feel good movies. It's the cast and the crew look like they're having so much fun. Well, so that's what I was gonna say on that movie is. Uh, you know, of course, we were like two, three, four years old when those movies came out. But they still stand. For the most part. T- today. But they still stand. But what I'm saying is that a lot of times when movies like that come out with like a ton of A-list celebrities, a, like a jacked full a ton of them, a lot of times the movies aren't very good. Like they definitely don't yep. live up to the intense hype. Yes. But I feel like that was one of the first movies that actually yes. lived up to as much as it was supposed yeah. to. I mean, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Uh, Got uh, the guy that plays uh, Bernie uh, Bernie Mac. Yeah, dude, great, and all of them together, and all of them being different. Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. Uh, there's all of them, and like, go um, see you guy. <laughs> and <laughs> the old guy, the guy that it's yeah. Monica's mom, Ma- Ma- Monica's dad in uh, Friends. Oh, freaking Julia Roberts. Julia, the... thank you. So playing in this, herself in this movie, they do that. Yeah, <laughs> they they take her so good, and they they never comment that. They yeah, just, just like she kind of looks like, and they're like mm, a little bit. I don't know. You know. The funniest thing is, oh, Bruce Willis is in it too. But the that's funniest what I was thing, gonna get to. The first three times I watched it, I didn't even fucking know who no, Julia Roberts really? was. I didn't know. Dude, I didn't even get it. I didn't get it at all. It's so good because in the beginning of the movie, they bring it up. They're like, oh my god, doesn't she kind of look like? And they're like, no, no, no. And then you like, say it. They're like, don't say it. They yeah. never. No, they're like, no, no, no. She doesn't. They just play it off like she doesn't. And then, and then they need, they need her last minute. They fly her to rome i believe yeah yeah they fly her to rome and they're like we need you to steal this i think it was like a an egg an egg some sort of like egg. with yeah. jewels on it and yeah she's like how and it's like you're gonna play and like they cut you never they never say her name and then yeah. they go they're going in to the hotel i think bruce and, says and they see hey, julia. bruce and they go hey yeah. julia and then you're like what and it's bruce willis and he he's such a he's such a like a, a good guy for doing this he's just playing himself in like a like if that's what he's i don't know he does such a good he's job. playing himself in like a stereotypical like actor what everyone way. would yeah. think an, an a-list actor would act yeah. like in real life yeah and she's playing julie and it's so funny because they're like you don't have to talk we'll talk for you so you have saul as the doctor you have the agents like her manager whatever they're yeah the, the two brothers right? right and what's great is as soon as she sees him she goes, oh my god! And she like she puts a hand on his chest, like oh, to see if it's real. And it's yeah. so good. It's such a good movie. And the fact that it's like it's a race to steal the egg, and you have that guy who's been robbing all the 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 heist that they were gonna do. Yeah, it's such a great, it's such a great the movie. the thing that I just like to point out. It is an amazing movie. Imagine psychologically what goes behind the idea of playing someone who is playing you. It's it's so funny because literally how do you do that? Literally any movie, any movie could do that, but they don't. And yeah. the fact that Ocean's Ocean's Twelve was like, you know what? What if we do this? Like yeah. the, the 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 writer that had that idea is a genius. It's a genius. Yeah. It yeah. immediately takes. It's such a creative way to fix the problem. Yeah. You know, and it just it, as as like someone that's watching that movie, as soon as you realize what's happening. It grabs you and it's like, watch, watch, yep. you know, and it, yeah. it's again, it's it's probably one of the best heist movies ever. Oh my god, yeah, the best one. Although, I can although I'll, I'll say this, the first one is a better heist movie. 
because yes. it's the I whole agree. movie. It's just them just planning the heist. one heist, you know? Yeah. And uh, super bad. We talked about super bad a little bit. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that one great is one. great. That one. Yeah. And it's it's another one that's like it's just filled with jokes, and it's the rewatchability is so good because it's just so dense, full of jokes. Yeah. That you forget and, and about th- some of them. I think it was so good because Seth knew that he had to nail he had to nail it. Yeah. He knew that. Uh, well, he, he you know, wrote, he wrote it that he in high school. Yeah. yeah, he wrote that in high school, and he knew that that was gonna there was gonna need to be something that was gonna bring him up. And after he went on Freaks and Geeks and had the supervision of Judd Apatow reading his scripts, mentor, understanding it a, a little bit better, I uh, had a mentor. He just knocked it out of the park with that one. Yes, yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's a great movie, and it's such a simple story. And like, it's such a simple story that it, I see. As it was copied in Booksmart. Have you seen Booksmart? I have seen Booksmart. What do you think? I think it's a, almost the same story. Just Booksmart is a modern version of, of it. Yeah, you know, people are gonna shit on me, but I think that Superbad's way better. But I think I, so too. Yeah, I think so too. It's um, a good movie. It's, it's good a movie. great movie. Um, What's but, that? Beanie Feldstein, right? That's Jonah Hill's sister, isn't it? Exactly. That's in Booksmart. Yep, yeah. Yep. Um, but like every time I watch Booksmart, like just McLovin is amazing. Bill Hader is amazing in it. The yeah. the scene of uh, oh, Bill Hader of Jonah Hill, seeing like imagining what's gonna happen when he's at the liquor store and like he yeah. gets his his neck cut every yeah. time I watch it yeah. every time yeah. I watch it I forget that it's like a, that it's that it's, it's not re- yeah it happens exactly. like what I'm like oh shit they fucking yeah. got me <laughs> every uh-huh. time yeah you know and it's so yep. good and it's like it's a good it's another like rainy day put super bad on yeah popcorn. Grab your your friends, sit down, just watch Superbad. You know, watch a watch a nice slapstick movie like exactly. that. Exactly, because it's not a movie you need to watch. You can talk through it. Someone can go do something. But it's just oftentimes, like, awesome. yep, yeah. You know, you can you can get in at certain points and just go like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Exactly. This, this is and funny. like it, it's such a roller coaster. Like he's dancing with this girl, and he's like, "Finally, bitches." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Finally, bitches." Yeah. And suddenly and then he sits down, and he yeah. sits down. And he's like, "What's that? On your, what's that on your leg?" And he's like, uh, "I don't know." And the guy touches, he goes, that's period blood. And they're like, what? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah, she used it as a tampon. And it's like, what? Yeah, and then her boyfriend comes out and he goes, he's got the same stain. And the guy goes like, hey, we're blood brothers. <laughs> Man. And then at the same time, you have it's Michael Sarah. You have Michael Sarah in the other room. And <laughs> yes. you're just supposed to take, and you're just doing that awkward that's little dance. That's the funniest dance. interaction. No, that's the funniest interaction ever. Because he's sitting there and they're doing yeah. coke. And he's like, yeah. oh shit, he's I need like, to get out of here. Yeah. And the guy's like, Man, who are you? And there's all these big no. dudes. And he's like, "Oh, get out of here!" And they're like, "Oh no, I know who you are. You're, you're so and so's brother. Guy. Yeah, you're and then, sing. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it's so sing funny for us because it's it's an impossible, it's it's, <laughs> it's an incredibly funny but impossible situation. Because how yeah. do you argue with you're that guy's brother? And then you go, no, yeah. I'm not. And they go, yes, you are. How do you argue with that? And it also had to be Michael Sarah because he's the only really soft-spoken yes, one that yes. totally would not have stood up for himself like, at all. Like, he's like, no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah. And, and then he, he just starts singing. He's yeah. like, sing! And he's like, okay. <laughs> and he just starts singing and doing that awkward little dance. It's so good. And they're like crying yeah. and like dancing along with yeah. it. <laughs> and McLovin. That whole, like the whole storyline of McLovin is Dude. amazing. <laughs> one of the funniest scenes ever is just the first scene when he's talking about how he's he goes up to the guys and he's like, Guys, I talked to Jessica. 
<laughs> and it's flashbacks and he's literally just watching her ass following her down the yep, stairs, yep, yep, the stairs. Yep. and she turns around and he goes like uh it's 347 <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good it's so good it's such a good movie it's well written and the fact that it was oh God. it's like oh, it's so good and that's another one that kind of seems like they had fun making it you know yeah. um yeah. <laughs> when uh when Jonah Hill's in the cooking class and he's arguing to the teacher and he's about like, no having offense. a better no offense, a better- <laughs> but home is a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he points over to freaking uh, what's his face, Joe, uh, Michael, Sarah, and they're like cooking each other. It's like they're like, having, so they're like he goes, oh, he goes, crazy. how am I supposed to cook over there by myself when I have that <laughs> yeah. going on? And yeah. Michael, Sarah, the guy's tying his apron. He goes, not too tight. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Oh it's so funny. It's see yeah. that one. That one's. Great. That one's one you should watch with your friends whenever you can. I would just say very, very quickly, movies like that, if you if you get down a rabbit hole, watch that movie, watch Employee of the Month with Dane Cook, watch Step yes. Brothers, watch the yes. other guys, watch those movies. This podcast, a little bit more relaxed, a little bit just kind of talking, just the two of us. This one, just listen to these movies. Um, if any of these entice you or interest you, um watch them let us know what yeah. you think you know yeah yep if you've if you've made it to the end of this podcast thank you for listening um i'd like to just remind you on behalf of both of us in the opp podcast to go ahead and um check in on our sponsors go ahead and follow our page on um, other people's problems on spotify we have an instagram as well called uh, rate, opp podcast rate, rate the podcast please Be rate honest. our podcast if you like and- it rate it how you how you like it if you don't rate, like it rate it rate it like you like it rate it and 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 click the bell please so you can stay updated even I don't though know we if release they have every single friday i think they do have a bell they do have a bell there is a oh. bell oh and um, then also on this episode page we're gonna have uh a q a so as yep. soon as you go into the episode page you should have the description of the episode there you can see linked our instagrams the the podcast instagram where we're going to be putting clips from the week's episodes you always have a link to the newest episode some yep. behind the scenes stuff so just follow that as well yep. um, um also guys feel free to dm us on instagram opp podcast or uh we'll put a poll out we'll do something but let us know uh if you'd like to have cer- us to have certain guests and let us know a specific guest if you'd like us to have exactly. someone on maybe it's maybe it's one of your friends maybe it's someone that you maybe find it's you. interesting in life maybe, maybe it's, it's you, you. And, exactly. and don't just recommend a guest maybe recommend a topic as well sure. we, ha- we have our giant list of topics but sure. I always feel like we don't have enough you yep. know yep. if you have a topic open let to us more. know um, yep. and if you have anything to talk about on this about this episode that you're listening to right now send us a dm comment on the Shoot post us a dm yep give us you know? some feedback we always like to hear yes, it feedback um, feedback constantly evolving and yeah maybe we'd love to have you on the podcast or at least yep. listen to what you got to say so yep. yeah thanks guys yeah 